everybody, and welcome to the Yak Podcast. I have a grand idea. No, that's my go-to. Hashtag travel. <laughs> I like that idea, but I think mine is better. I hate it when I have to explain my jokes. Paper, rock, scissors, shoot. Getcha! <laughs> my name's Jamie. And I'm Mel. Let's jump into this episode. Hi, hey, guys. yo! <laughs> We're here again on the Yak Podcast. As soon as we hear the ding, the recording starts. Melissa and I both look at each other like, and here we go. <laughs> what do we do? What do we say? You start. No, Wait, are you start. starting? I'm starting. <laughs> <laughs> but we just love to welcome you. And today's topic is a little deep. So I hope you got your seatbelt on. Seatbelt on or pencil out. Yep. That's yep. what we need. Write some notes. So, uh, Jamie and I are always looking for podcast topics, you know, things we can share, stories we can share, and one day I came across a quote, and I sent it to her, and I was like, let's talk about this, and it's definitely, um, kind of a deeper feeling, emotional topic, and so, you know, when we go over stuff like this, if there's anything that you ever, um, want to know more about, or things that you have questions about, like, reach out to us. We're happy to answer your questions, and we totally encourage you to go, like, find information for yourself, too. Yeah. There's a couple of, like, terms that I'm going to share today that if you want to know, know more about, like, look them up. Go find things to listen to and um, broaden your understanding of these concepts, because yeah. we don't have a lot of time on here, but we, you know, we try to cover it as much as we can. Yeah, but obviously, like Mel said, if you want to reach out, we would love to reach out and talk about it. It's always fun to connect about topics or things that we've talked about um that are similar with our listeners and the things that we've gone through and experienced yeah and it's really fun for us to kind of break down topics to like a micro subject Mm -hmm. you know and do a deeper dive on certain things my mom calls me almost every week breaking stuff down like wait you said this one thing let's talk about that yeah so take (laughs) some of her time up no i'm just kidding love you mom (laughs) yeah uh but we're happy to explain things deeper. Uh, all right. So the, the quote I sent to Jane this week said, sit with it instead of drinking it away, smoking it away, sleeping it away, eating it away or running from it. Just sit with it. Healing happens by feeling. I thought that was intense and powerful. Yeah. You know, we all have, I think, coping mechanisms that we use, whether it's Instagram or food or you name it, TV, you know, we can turn to things to kind of numb out from emotion. And we have covered that a little bit in past episodes. But um, what I wanted to kind of cover more today was the sit with it. How, what does that mean? And so um, when I think of sit with it, you know, a lot of that means like actually addressing the emotion because ultimately... Our goal should be development, growth, and, like, more self-awareness, right? Right. And I think, um, as children, like, we don't have kind of that sense of self when we're younger. We kind of rely on, like, our parents to, to navigate our problems with us, and we rely on our parents. They're almost an extension of us. Like, my mom is me. It's very immature love, right? Like... I love you because you love me. Mm -hmm. And as we grow and mature, that sort of shifts. And, you know, you see more of like a 
tween or a teenager learn that, like, oh, you're a different person than I am. I actually have my own personality. Yeah. And my own interests my and own my own likes. And yeah. my own, yeah, exactly. And so that, you know, maybe that's where the teen pushback starts to come from. Yeah. And the parents because, are, like, dreading it. Yeah. they're like, no, you're supposed to be who I am. You have to just be obsessed with me, you <laughs> know. with everything I do. Yeah. And so as teenagers, we kind of have to start that self-development, figuring out who you are. That can be a grueling process. But sometimes people don't. Sometimes people don't get past that point. Even as a child, like, some people never mature beyond the point of, I love you because you love me. Mm -hmm. Some people never progress past the point of, I'm different than you, so I can't love you. You know? Yeah. I would say most people do, but there's definitely those that don't. You know, most people get to the point where it's like, yeah, you're different than me, and we might not agree on everything, but, like, I love you because we're mostly the same. Yeah. And we agree on most things. Yep. And so what happens when that's not the case? What happens when you have struggles with people within relationships because you are so different and you're not willing to love them for their differences? And that becomes a big struggle, you know? And uh, Especially when it's family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, specifically, like, intimate relationships, people you're with a lot, people that you kind of have to be around, family... I mean, you don't have to be, but we would encourage you to. (laughs) Yeah, because, um, yeah, those are the relationships that are going to force you to grow. Yeah. That's the relationship that is going to change you, that is going to create development, that is going to create more self-awareness if you allow it to. And so this is where the sit with it comes in, in my opinion, because it's so easy sometimes to just push away what we don't feel comfortable with. You know, you're wrong. Just be like, I will say you're wrong, but really in reality, I'm just uncomfortable with who you're being. Yeah. You know, it's moving from like a place of comfort. Yeah, we're, we're good to a place of uncomfort where you kind of start to reject information. And that's when like the numbing comes in, you know. And if you can recognize in those moments of there's a little bit of truth to that and that's why it hurts Mm -hmm. or there's something not right there. And that's why it hurts. Mm -hmm. And that's where the sitting comes in. Again, it's like, let's think about this of why I'm pushing them away or why they're pushing me away. What's the truth is, what is the truth or what is the thing that is not true that is causing those feelings of sadness, of heartache, of hurt, of anger, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And sit with that, process it, willing be, be willing to have a conversation about it. Truly, yeah. It's like you're trying to interpret, like... The information you've been handed. Mm-hmm. And you have to, like, face the reality of what's true. Right. You know? Like, it, it when you sit with it and you face the reality about yourself, it kind of, you let that reality kind of grow your mind up. Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing to do because it's a lot easier to just protect yourself and not be in uncomfortable situations and just be like, yeah, you're wrong. You know, this is when a lot of arguments begin but it's the discomfort for growth plan basically and you have to tolerate the uncomfortable and a lot of us don't tolerate it we won't let ourselves be uncomfortable so we just shut out the information to protect our egos you know yeah um but it's crucial like the sit with it is so crucial if you want to continue to develop your mind mature your mind and ultimately be like happier in the relationships that you're in 
Yeah, one thing that my coach always told me was you have to fill it to heal it or carry it and bury it. Mm-hmm. Or bury it and carry it. I said that backwards. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> fill it to heal it or carry it, bury it and carry it. Totally. And when you bury it and carry it, I feel like it just resurfaces and resurfaces in, if not the same situation with the same relationship, another relationship. Mm-hmm. And it so that's why it's like fill it, heal it, figure out why it bugs you or causes the emotions that it does. Mm-hmm. You, again, you're sitting with it and feeling it. Yeah. And I think it's hard sometimes because we don't want to see ourselves as the villain in yeah. the story. We always want to be the hero. And that's the protect the ego, you know, philosophy. But a question that I like to ask myself is how am I part of the problem? Mm-hmm. Like what's my part in it? I might not be responsible. I might not even be wrong. But I am part of the problem. Like, we're knocking heads. How am I part of the problem? You know what I mean? And that kind of helps me stop and be like, okay, I don't have to blame myself for the situation. That's not what it is. But we're all involved in it. And I need to know, like, where I am off. I need to find the truth about what I'm not seeing. Yeah. I'm not and seeing sometimes that's hard. We like to all look at ourselves as perfect in a way, right? Or mm-hmm. that we have life figured out. And so when you have to s- step back and realize, where am I off? It's an ego yeah, thing. Yeah, it's totally an ego. Like, And the more you can use truth, you can like wake up to yourself and like start to evolve. This is how you fix the, this. This is what you sitting with it. Like, I'm going to find the truth in this. I'm going to remove myself from it. Almost like you're like third person. If, I, if my friend was telling me this story... Who, like, what would I tell her? Like, well, that might have been a little bit, you know, rude to say. Or that might have been, you know, and start to pick apart the whole situation and be like, what's the truth in this scenario? Yeah. And sometimes it hurts. It's like, wow, I was kind of a jerk, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but if you can do that and face reality, even though the truth hurts, that's when you can evolve and be like, okay. I'm not going to handle the next time this happens. I'm not going to handle the situation that way. I'm going to change it because I don't want to go through this again. And I can learn from this now, you know, and so it becomes easier. Um, A term for this is actually differentiation. Have you ever heard that word? I mean, I've heard the word, but explain it in this concept. So I, I heard someone define it as differentiation is a psychological maturity or having the ability to regulate your intellectual and emotional functioning while in meaningful, close relationships with others. It's like, it's really easy to manage your emotions away from people. <laughs> like, when you don't have to associate with people, it's real easy to manage my emotions. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I laugh because I see people post this a lot of like, I hate people. Like, I want to spend time with my friends, but I hate people. Like, have you seen posts like that? Like, I just hate people. And I'm like, maybe it's just that you don't know how to manage yourself around people. That's making you so uncomfortable. People say things that bug you and you don't know how to react. Or you don't know how to handle that situation. So you're like, I hate people. Like, I can't handle them. Right. And it's really just Rather than being willing to have a conversation, even if it's a different opinion of those around you. Right. So there's that kind of, like, managing of yourself. A second way, some people lean on others to manage, or, like, some people would lean on others for regulation. Like, 
I'm going to let them tell me how I should feel. And I think we do this a lot to people we love. Like, oh my gosh, can you believe that just happened? Like, should I be mad? (laughs) Should I be mad? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm feeling upset about this. Tell me I'm validated in my feelings. You know, what comes to my mind is validation in the thing that you're doing. And if they don't validate, then you're going to find someone else to validate. Yeah, and you're like, well, I hate you. Okay, next person, you know. You don't validate me? Okay, well, obviously you're not my favorite person, so I'm going to go ask Susie instead. Exactly. Like, I'll be okay if you say I'm okay. Yeah. And that's like another unhealthy version of disassociate or differentiation because you're expecting others to manage your emotion. Which goes back to have you outgrown your childhood of relating with your parents. Exactly. So it's either like, okay, I'm not going to manage myself. I'm just going to avoid people in general. Or I'm going to make you manage me so that I don't have to feel responsible and I don't have to be uncomfortable. You just tell me how I need to feel. Mm -hmm. You know, both very unhealthy, emotional like managing processes. So let like a healthy version is, okay, I know your thoughts. I know your feelings. I know your history. I know your past and present like experiences. I can understand how you're different from me and I can, and I can still be who I am and I can still believe and feel what I feel. And I'm proud of myself and I'm proud of you. Yeah, different is a beauty thing. Yeah, like it doesn't have Beautiful to be offensive, thing. right? Mm-hmm. And so that like I just think of like marriage scenarios when it's like you're arguing over different things and different processes and different values and a lot of times it's just life experience has created two different people and you don't have to be the same person, you know? Yeah. I can be me and you can be you and I can still love you without it affecting who I am. Yeah. You know? And I think that there are some people that are so good at sitting alone and processing what happened, figuring out why they feel the ways that they do or why they don't agree with somebody. And there's other people that they just need to talk it out. Like, this is how I'm feeling. Am I ridiculous in my thinking? Mm -hmm. Or they said this, that hurt my feelings. Like, help me process this. Am I in the wrong? Do I need to... And I think that both work. Yeah, it's totally fine. It's the fine. type of personalities, like, help, right? Have people help you navigate. Right. So it's not necessarily like we're saying you can't rely on your parents or you can't rely on somebody to validate your feelings. Um, it's just simply like if you are going to ask other people's opinions, then make sure that you're okay with it in your heart. and It's not just I'm okay because they're okay. Right. Totally. And I hope like by that point you've already sat with it long enough that you're ready to hear the hard. Yep. And when you go to people, it's like, I need you to be honest with me. Mm-hmm. Like, am I wrong in this situation? If I am, will you tell me? Because I'm having a hard time seeing it. You know, give me a third person perspective on this situation. But that is sitting with it. Like being ready to hear the hard things they have to say about who you are. Yeah. And telling you the truth, you know. Totally. And so who you go to for those has to be someone that you know will be honest Because you don't want somebody to tell you their opinion just to validate you and just to make you look good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Choose that person wisely, I guess, is what I'm saying. This (sighs) reminds me. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Most of all of her thoughts just came out. And now she feels so much lighter. You sit on topics like this all week. Yeah. And you just could, like, throw it up. You know what I mean? It's just, like, full in my mind. And it feels actually kind of good to be like, okay, that's out of my head. Because I've been just, like, stirring with this. Mm-hmm. And it's good. This this is why I love the podcast, actually. It's because I, like, 
sit with these topics in my mind and have to like really take it into my life if that yeah. makes sense like wow I really haven't thought about these things for a while and it maybe be a little rusty topic for me I, it's good it's good for me to and how do I actually feel about these things yeah right? it takes some reflection and some thought and so again one of the reasons why we love the the podcast um but don't don't take too big of a deep breath yet because we are not done. We're not here. done. I just needed a little break. Okay, good. Um, this reminds me of a book that I have listened to, and it's a deep book, a really deep book. It's called Loving What Is. I don't know. If I you've... don't know that book. It's good. I have listened to half of it three times, and three fourths <laughs> of it twice. <laughs> So I haven't even made it through the whole thing because it just gets to a point of like trying to digest it, trying to understand it. And I'm like, okay, okay, wait. Or like apply it. Yeah. You know? Um, And this quote that I'm going to say may not do it justice, but this is like how the book kind of opens. And it is exactly that of the title of Loving What Is. Um, So the quote is, notice when your thoughts argue with reality. The only time we suffer is when we believe a thought that argues with what is. Hmm. And so again, it's that sitting through it of like, why am I suffering? Because when I believe a thought that argues with reality, what is actually happening. Mm -hmm. But if you can love what is and sit with it and learn from it, then you're going to be able to grow from it. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's seriously like in the first chapter. So if wow. that was deep for you, you can understand why I've listened to half of it three times. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, it's it's such a good book, but it's a hard concept to be able to just love what is all the time. Because sometimes life is so hard. I know. You know? Yeah. And sometimes I don't agree with everybody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes what I feel like I'm going through is not fair. Mm-hmm. And so to love what is and just to know, like, I'm experiencing this, how am I going to get through this is something that you have to learn. Yeah. The right? Sitting with it. And then you learn it and then you have to relearn it. I know. <laughs> with the true. next trial or the next hard conversation, whatever it is. Yeah. But I think it gets easier and you start to recognize it over time. Yeah. And you're willing to like let down your ego and start to really get good at processing information, not letting like steal your joy, steal your happiness. Cause now you're like, okay, I'm going to sit with this so that I can move on. Yeah. Because when you just sit and sit and sit with, or when you don't sit with things actually, and you just bury it, like that's where a lot of emotional trauma and even a lot of physical can come in. Hey, for a future podcast. Future podcast. We actually have something planned. Yep. Enough about that. Mm-hmm. Keep it a secret. So, I'm going to flip the script a little bit. I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit. You ready for this, sister? Yeah, I'm ready. I was listening to a podcast a couple weeks ago, again, in studying these things. And it was the concept of superhero thinking. And the way that they were talking about it was almost the opposite of what we've just talked about. In that Americans, mostly have this mindset of all of my trials, all my trauma, all my struggles. We have the concept and mindset of I'm going through this so that I can become a better person on the other side. And so not only are we going through the trauma and the struggle, but we also have to like, I got to be better after this Mm -hmm. because I'm going to be better because this is why I'm doing this. This is so that I can be better Mm -hmm. and how taxing that can be on us 
when it's just like, just sit with it. Mm-hmm. Just let it be. Mm-hmm. Just love it. Yeah. You know, the super superhero of, like, Spider-Man, they get bit by a spider, and it was hard, and they went through all these weird transformations, and then they come out this, like, amazing superhero, superhero mm-hmm. jumping, saving lives and worlds and whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just an interesting concept to flip my mind and think about it in a whole different yeah. way of, I'm just going to sit with like, it. I don't have to tie an expectation to my yeah. problem. Yeah, like, do I have to every time there's an argument or every time I have a trial in my life of the expectation of what am I going to do so that I'm better than next time? Versus just like, yeah, that happened. and Or realizing, like, this is a weakness that I have. Yeah. And yes, I want to practice this thing, but I'm not going to be perfect at it. Right. This is a weakness that I've learned somehow. Mm-hmm. It's a belief I've had, and I'm trying this to understand it. This is a way that I've understand buffered, that I've it. coped. Yeah, it's something you don't understand. And you can't just be like, okay, now that I've done it one time, I'm going to be like flawless execution from here on out. Yeah. Definitely not. Harry, I'm Catwoman. I've actually been thinking about that a little bit myself. Because, you know, with the new year coming up and stuff, and everybody's like, yeah, time for goals, we're going to crush our goals, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, we put so much expectation on ourselves sometimes, and even though I think that is a good thing for some people to do, they love to do that. Um, no, how am I trying to say this? Our goals don't have to be the same thing. If you're like, I'm already overwhelmed. I already have enough I'm to do. I'm it. already falling behind, like... <laughs> I don't even want to talk to you about goals mm-hmm. right now. Like, I'm already overwhelmed. And it's like, okay, let's stop and look at this differently. Maybe your goal should be rest. Yeah. And that would be crushing goals. Yeah. I'm going to encourage myself to take a nap today. That's being a goal crusher. I want a week Because nap. I, yeah, like, I can see that I'm overwhelmed and stressed or whatever. So it's like, yeah, you probably don't need exercise. You're running around like a chicken with your head caught up. You need a rest. Yeah. That will make you sun. Exactly. That'll make you a better version of you. Yeah. You know. Rather than adding to the goal list, maybe the goal is take something off the list. Yes, exactly. And so it's kind of that flipped narrative of no, this is all for for growth, but yes, it it looks different for everyone and you can't expect to be like the neighbor, you know. Mm-hmm. She might want to race around the world, and you're like, I'm going to stay home and take a nap. And you can both be goal crushers in those scenarios because it's what you're needing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. There's a time and a season, right? Right. Sometimes you grab a gear and go. And sometimes you take a nap. Yep. You push on the brake. Yep. Um, again, with just sitting in it, sometimes it can be hard. And I always relate to this with exercise with the gym and as I was stretching the other morning Mm -hmm. I thought to myself you know this is a lot like just sitting in it because sometimes when you're stretching like that hurts Mm -hmm. but in the end like it's good for you and it feels so good Mm -hmm. and also I can say I can do a stretch that I'm like oh I need to stretch my legs and so I bend over if you can imagine and just let myself hang down or I can say oh man I need to stretch my back, so I bend over and just hang down. Exact same stretch, but it's where my focus is going. Interesting. Right? Mm-hmm. And where the tension is or where the hurt is, but I'm sitting in it, stretching it, 
um, letting it, letting myself feel that so that in the end I can feel better. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you go to like stretch your leg and you realize your foot is a little sore <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like, what happened to my pinky toe? Wait, maybe this needs a little attention, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've started jump roping lately. So I can't fun. wait for you to start posting jump rope reels. I really love it. I don't know why. My husband started it actually. And one day I'm like, that looks fun. I'm going to go join him. So I joined him. And now I just want to like do it every day. And it's so fun to me. You're going to have killer calves. Anyway, but what my point was is I started getting shin splints. Oh. And so I was like, every time I start a new type of exercise with like jumping, it, it happened when I started high fitness. I got shin splints and they freaking hurt (laughs) and I have to like build up that strength, you know, and I've been doing high fitness for years now. I was going to say that surprises me because you go to high fitness and there's a lot of jumping. Yeah, I know. But jump rope is like constant, you know, I don't know. And I started getting shin splints. You need new shoes. That's what Dak said, but I have like some good ones for running and stuff. Don't give excuses. Just buy new shoes. (laughs) Maybe. And anyway, it's kind of like that growth thing again. It hurts. It hurts to grow it. Mm-hmm. But if I stay with it, I'm going to find, I'm going to get stronger. Yep. You know, and I'm not going to be perfect. Like you should have seen my jump roping the first time versus now doing it for a month. Like it might be a minor improvement, but like I can get through 20 seconds without messing up. And like the mental, you know, challenge yeah. for me. And anyway, it, it can be good for us. Mm-hmm. I went through a jump roping phase like four years ago Mm -hmm. where I have a friend that is an amazing jump roper. Like she's been to jump rope competitions when she was younger. And so I was like, oh, I want to do that. Like you look cool when you jump rope. Same thing you were with Dax. And so I started it. And let me tell you, like the whiplashes on my legs and my arms. I was like, why am I doing this? This freaking hurts. Well, and not to mention like my husband uses a weighted jump rope. Oh, yeah. So he's like a half pound, quarter pound, all the different weights. And one day he took he's his so shoes strong. off and he was whipping his toes with that thing. I was like, ow! <laughs> but he had wore the wrong shoes. Anyway, but yeah, it's it's cool. Jump roping's pretty cool. But you have to wear the right gear for sure. Yeah. Don't totally. be snapping your toes. Mm-hmm. Totally. All right, friends. We challenge you to sit with it. Whatever it is, you can get through it and become better on the other side. And again, if you want to like dive deeper into something or something that you're going through and how you sit in it or how you um, get through it with maybe it's a hard conversation. What questions to ask yourself. Yeah, we would totally be happy to have that conversation with you. Reach out to us. Um, Love having you here. And we haven't mentioned this for a little while, but leave a comment. I mean, a review. Share with your friends. That helps us so that more people can hear us. Yep, totally. So that is all for today. Again, thanks for being here. As always, have a good day. Love you guys. Bye.